You're listening to Several Ways to Live, where I, Nick Farr, Fly Guardian, current tent occupier, Bluetooth headset wearing, Nissan Frontier pickup driving, hat bought in Oaxaca wearing, oh nice, have three radios on my desk, ham radio DMR, Moto Turbo staff brick and old UHF analog staff radio do a podcast on occasion with my friend Florian who as usual has no idea what the you know what we're going to talk about yep even and though right I asked now, even though I asked well right now just to kick off the conversation um, I am on my guardian shift at Burning Man's Fly Ranch right now. Uh, the G Fly Guardians are a set of land stewards who are here to help protect this beautiful, wonderful, natural land and a wonderful geyser that is a very popular attraction for people. And right now, our job is to protect the geyser from unwanted trespass, make sure that access is managed. Right now, because of the Tom Hanks situation, we are fly ranch is closed and we are we are taking every possible precaution to prevent the transmission of tom hanks um and right now i'm here because over the united states independence day holiday mm -hmm. uh people typically gather on the black rock desert where burning man takes place and more people in the area there are going to be more people that want to come check out fly geyser so i may even have to interrupt this wonderful transmission oh, how exciting. Uh, which is being brought to you by through, through Wi-Fi. like i am literally in the middle of the nevada, nevada desert <laughs> there are no there's probably not another human around for at least a solid two miles and and I thought, you know, hey, I'm out here. The Wi-Fi works. We were actually going to record this podcast over ham radio. Yes. But I asked the guy who runs the ham radio. I think it's the guy who runs the ham radio here. Um, and because we cannot, basically, the a very strict reading of the federal amateur radio law says that I could not patch in by phone. And even still, I could not patch in by phone to an international number. <laughs> the capability to call your studio link number does not actually exist. Okay. But fortunately, we have Wi-Fi. Unfortunately, I forgot to bring the... Uh, what's the larger size device USB cable connector? Not... Um, I forgot the USB connector that I need to plug in my Zoom. So that's why mm. I sound probably pretty bad right now i'm literally recording this off of the sound on my laptop which is now bent because it's so hot uh no because i put my backpack um <laughs> where it hung over the edge mm -hmm. and it yeah i shouldn't have done that that was on the train that was on the train right over here i took the train here but first florian tell me about your do you want to talk about your your run no, it's nothing special. I did do a run, and it was the longest run in many years, which is good because that's happening every few weeks now. And I was surprised I'm, you you were just like I'm gonna I'm just gonna go run 15k like it ain't no deal. 
and you just did that and you're not like out of breath or dead or dying like it's it's you're uh, today was much harder than than i had anticipated but yeah uh, that's that's the beauty of training uh you know about training maybe not no i i do i i was a swimmer and yeah training is oh, the right word okay yeah, train, I, yeah, I was train. a swimmer yeah we we're talking about like where you where you slowly ramp up your physical activity yeah in anticipation of doing a thing and um long story short There was a time uh, when I was still at uni uh, where I did run quite a bit. I did run a marathon back then. And then uh, over the years, for many reasons, um, I always did go for runs, but not very ambitiously. And uh, for a time, I stopped uh, completely. And uh, in Mexico, I wanted to start again, to really get into running again. I hurt my foot, or at least uh, after a few weeks, my Achilles, uh, Achilles tendon started hurting. It still hurts, but at least uh, now I got it to a point where I can uh, go uh, running again. And uh, I more or less started you know, ramping up the mileage, as we runners say, around the end of last year because the foot got good enough so I could uh, do that. And now during the, during the um, Tom Hanks times, I, yeah, I took that because we, we couldn't go to our CrossFit gym anymore. So I had a bit more time. And also I, I work from home now five days a week. And so I had more time. So I slowly built up my running again and i'm now at four to five uh runs per week uh still way below i'm doing like 20 to 25 miles per week right now uh which is still which is more than a few weeks ago so i'm building up very very slowly and so that uh, um, enables me to go on longer and longer runs, which is really, really cool because the longer runs you can do, the more places you can see. Because that's, that's one, one of the great things about running is that I can explore areas of the city that I otherwise wouldn't see at all. Now, I always tell the story that I, I really started running in, when I was living in Freiburg. And Freiburg is such an amazing place for running that uh, I, I don't think there's another place like it because any direction you go within one or two miles, um, you are in a forest. And depending on in which direction you go, you're either in a, a, in a flat area or on a hill. And that's what I really want. But I don't live in Freiburg anymore, so I have to t uh, make the best out of Mannheim, which is challenging at times. Um, but today I went to the so-called Reisinsel, which is an area in uh, one of the larger woods here um, that is for many months per year closed off to the public because birds are uh, staying there. And what's the, the, the is it hatching season? Uh, what's, what's the season where, uh, where uh, birds get? Are you still with me? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so now yeah, I'm established. Yeah, okay. Yeah, All right. Back. Remuting. Okay. All right. <clears throat> that sounds way better. All right. How much of my story did you hear? Oh, wait, you're still garbled. Am I okay? You're, you're good. Oh, okay. Well, if I'm good, I can deal with you being garbled. Why am I garbled? Um, 
No, you just uh, sound it's yeah. it's it's some kind of network thing on my end. I yeah. think. Yeah. Think okay. So. All right. All right. As long as I'm coming through on your end, that's fine. <clears throat> so you were running through a pretty forest. Yes. Did I tell you? Did you hear the word Reisinsel? Yes, I did. That was the last word I heard, actually, and I was not <laughs> going to try to say it. <laughs> it's not Reichsinsel. Um, what's what's the term for when birds hatch their little birds? Hatching of yeah, hatching okay. is the Anyways, term. So so that uh, um, island, uh, it's not a, it's in a peninsula. It's closed off for uh, like. Anyways, it was closed uh, off until uh, end of June. Now it's open again, and I've never been there. And so that's where I went today and explored another par uh, part of the woods there, which was really nice. I have to send you pictures. And so that, that is uh, what's so exciting about running, finding new places, just extending the range of where you can go and then combining uh, different routes. Um, now... in, in <laughs> And, and I never like to repeat one route. I always want to ch change it up. Uh, which Practice is, good OPSEC. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, I'm sure that's not why you do it, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, last, this week, actually, yeah, I went... Uh, I ran around the... What's the word? Mülldeponie. The dump? The dump, Yes. And to be honest, half of of the uh, half of the uh, route there is actually very pretty because it's green and uh, it's next to the Rhine River, the the old part of the Rhine River, and it smells a little, but it's better than other routes like through the harbor. Although actually through the harbor, it's, it's an industrial area, um, but it's got long, well paved roads. Not much traffic. And so that's nice. Of course, in my mind, I'm always comparing this to Freiburg, but that doesn't make any sense because the differences are so big and it's just not comparable. So I have to make the best out of Mannheim, which I'm doing. And uh, the longer my runs, the more different places I can see. And that is uh, going rather successfully, yes. Awesome, awesome. That's nice. See, I knew I wanted to ask you about that. I knew I wanted to hear about that. <sighs> so it's been a pretty weird shift out here. I mean, my the tent that I'm in that was provided for me is amazing. What's the temperature in there? Uh, oh, it's right now it's, I'd say, I'm guessing it's going to be about 28, 29. Okay. In the heat of the day, at like the peak of the day, it's going to get to, it's going to get, up to like 34, 35, but there's no humidity. Yeah. Yeah. That, the thing that's that good. does you, mm -hmm. yeah. The thing that does you in, um, <clears throat> is just the sun. And I got pretty sunburned yesterday. Uh, so I have to watch out for that. And I think during the day, I'm mostly just going to stay inside shady areas. And there's some, there's some recordings that I have to take care of. But I'm probably mostly in my tent and just kind of watching the gate uh, to make sure there's no trespassing. We, and I'm going to go take care of some other land stewardship projects later. Yeah. I think you told us about the geyser before, uh, maybe sometime yes. last year. Um, Which is pictured but, in Frankfurt Airport. And I remember you saying that before as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But tell me again, what's the problem? So there's a geyser. 
and people want to come to see it, but there's too many people coming to see it and they destroy the area or what, what's the problem? Well, the, the problem is just basic trespass out West. This is the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. And if you don't assert your property rights, um, people just trample all over them. And so Burning Man is a nonprofit organization. Um, since the Burning Man event will not be the physical in the physical Burning Man event will not be happening this year. Uh, there's a lot more interest in the area. You know, people are, people are coming here at random times and they, the fly geyser is a very well known natural landmark. That's mm -hmm. beautiful. Of course you want to see it, but if it was the way it was many years ago where people, you know, you have to hop a fence, you have to trespass to get into it because it is private property. Um, people for many years just did that and they did not. To, and they didn't take very good care of the land. And to preserve something like this, you need to not just have controlled access, but you need to have people who tell you this is where you walk. These are the things to look out for. This is how, and you have to always have somebody there with you while you're on the land. Cause there's a lot of ways that you could go wrong here. And most of the people that come visit don't have familiarity with high plain desert environments like this. Mm -hmm. And so the guardian cadres here, um, one, two, and, and any time people get on land, they, if they're not careful to stay on the walkways or different things like that, they can have an impact on the land. And one of the things we're trying to do here is create sustainable, regenerative cultures that are respectful of this land. People are going to drive out here without calling to see if it's open, without verifying that everything is here. They're just going to drive out and they think, oh, I can just walk up to it. There are other hot springs in the area that are that have no controlled access, like Frog Pond. Frog Pond has cholera in it. Nice. There's Trago. There's other hot. But that's why when you have people swarming on an area that in, that's not used to humans, you know, an urban quantity level of humans, mm -hmm. those sorts of things happen. And we're trying to prevent all of that out here and trying to set a new standard for land stewardship. We're not security guards. We're land stewards. Most of our job right now is protecting the geyser, controlling access, interacting with people who come here and telling them, uh, hey, look, right now, because of Tom Hanks, this is closed. But normally you can go to the Friends of Black Rock High Rock in Gerlach and they will let you know how to access. You can go on a nature walk, you can sign up and you can see this property and learn how to respect it. Mm -hmm. So who and owns who owns the property? The property is owned by the Burning Man Project, the nonprofit whose oh, okay. primary activity is running the Burning Man Festival. Mm -hmm. But right now, with without the festival, it's you know Burning Man itself is on a search for how to bring this very distinct, unique, wonderful Burning Man culture to the rest of the world. So. And that's that's why I'm hanging out here talking uh, to you. Um, But are you alone? And I just think it's kind of cool. Oh. Like I'm I'm told right now I'm totally alone. Um, I mean I'm not totally alone. Like I can even, you know, it might even pick it up. I can even just so I do have support out here. It could be like just Joe, just Joe for brace.
Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, maybe and maybe I don't have that. <laughs> okay, the radio's on. Huh. Let's see. Just Joe, just Joe for Brace. Well, that's the non-emergency radio. I'm sure that so so I have the it's a non-emergency, it's just a straight analog brick. Um and I have, oh yeah, here he is. Here he is. Okay. So now I have to respond to him telling him why I called him. Um, and I, I don't have, I, I can't. You don't have a reason. I, have to, now I, have to, I don't have a reason. I was just, I was just being like, um, I don't have a reason. So what am I going to ask him about? Hey, I, I just wanted a radio check. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that this that the new radio you gave me worked. I I know we tested it here, but I don't know if it's reaching on channel sixteen from where you are. I just wanted to verify that. Okay. Did you understand? All right. Thanks, Joe. Channel clear. I hope you understood what he said. I didn't understand. Yeah. No. Anything. What he what he said was what he said was. Um, you know, this is Joe. I'm down by the containers. I have a good copy. Um, it, it's, I, I don't, I'd love to, I can't wait to hear what it sounds like on the recording because a lot of times, unless you're used to listening to like really bad radio traffic, yeah. it's just, it's just a garbled mess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's actually just Joe's Burning Man staff. He's out at the, um, he's out at the ops center, which is where normal gatherings at fly happen. Um, obviously because of COVID we're not having gatherings. Um, but I can always reach him there. And then I have another radio that will basically ping everybody in town in case something happens. But most of the time it'll just be people drive up to the gate. I, you know, I walk, oh, I start walking. I give them five minutes. I give them five minutes. They see the no trespassing signs. They see the cameras and that should be hint enough that they're not getting here today. If they get out of their cars, I walk up to the gate and I say, you know, hey, how's it going? I try to be friendly. And then they're like, oh, uh, I, I want to see the geyser. And I'm like, well, unfortunately, because of the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, all activities at Flyer Close, two signs on the gate mm -hmm. that say exactly that. <laughs> um, and they've read the signs by the time. I, and so I, I walk out and I try to have a friendly interaction um, and just tell them, like, you know, under normal, you know, when the pandemic uh, is no longer a factor, you will be able to go to the Friends of Black Rock, High Rock and sign up for a nature walk. And then they'll say stuff like, oh, well, I thought you were open on Google Maps or, oh, I was blah, blah, blah. And then, which I'll also say, in pandemic times, it's always a good idea before you head out to a place. Call the number in Google Maps and make sure that it's something that you can go see that's make even, sure that it's open that's even what it says on google maps correct <laughs> so and normally like it's it's you know they'll give all sorts of excuses because when they see me and when they get here they already know there's not public access yeah. they know that there's no ticket box there's no blah and and the burning man project is is definitely taking they are being very, very proactive in their response to the pandemic. They are very much the, 
mask wearing. Uh, even here, when we were trading radios, like I would have to disinfect the radio before I could mm -hmm. accept it from somebody else. We're taking all all necessary precautions, and you know that in outdoors, if we're outdoors, there's not a lot of risk of transmission. But we're still saying, we're still saying at least. I mean, the recommended distance is two meters, and 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 so here we're four meters apart usually. And, and also instead of like, instead of the, normally you have like a big plastic jug of water and you refill your container that way. I just have aluminum cans. So if somebody needs water, I'm like, you know, I get a napkin, I hand it with the napkin and then they can, you know, but it's very unlikely that people are going to be, people are going to need water, but we always have to have it available just in case. No, I, I understand. I think that's, I do think it's reasonable. It's also it's it's also it's just a habit that you have to get into, and then you're fine, and it's absolutely uh, warranted. Even of course, yeah, even outside. what is yeah. what is mass compliance like where you are? Uh, I think it's pretty good. Uh, I mean, it's still mandatory in uh, stores and in public transport. It's getting worse a bit. People uh, start to just to not cover the nose, just cover the mouth, and um, so it's uh, it's people start uh, you know testing out limits, um, and also um, nobody's keeping distance in stores anymore, no, and nobody's checking uh, uh, numbers uh, that go into stores anymore. Oh, that's not cool. Um, no, it makes me very uncomfortable. Uh, Catherine says uh, I'm I'm a bit too sensitive in that regard. Um, so, but in general, it's still fine. I mean, uh, look at in, in Mannheim. There's currently like ten cases of 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 the Tom Hanks. So, it's fine, I guess. And but, just for the sake but, of reference, how many people, how, how big of a population is Mannheim? The city itself has got uh, 300,000 inhabitants. The, the larger area, the, the uh, metropolitan re regions, so the metropolitan area of Mannheim and Heidelberg and Ludwigshafen, that's got to be a million and a half. Um, okay. Or a million at least. Um, and when and you say 10 cases, that's 10 cases in the region? Or in, the city, in, in the city, in the city, in the city. Okay. So that's good. Um, there's other cities where... So, I mean, the situation in uh, Germany is fine at the moment. It's, it's, but it's on the cusp of now, is it going to stay fine or is it uh, not going to stay is fine? Is the complacency going to... Yeah. And uh, right now it's summer and everybody's outside. And so I, I don't think it's much that's going to happen in the next two months, but uh, I don't know what's going to happen in i'm i'm rather pessimistic about uh, autumn on the other hand i'm very very much uh, optimistic that i will not have to return to the office uh, until next year um so right now right now the uh, situation in my company is that um everybody's uh, everybody who wants to go to the office can go to the office there's lists so not everybody can go at the same time 
but those that really miss the office they can uh, go there and everybody so it's basically all voluntary so that's that's phase two of us going back to the the uh, situation pre tom hanks and uh which is great for you because that's what you want it's just amazing for me uh, it still works out for me um we'll see what the next months bring i, I don't see anything changing because nothing's changing right now uh but who am i i i have I don't know. people are stupid so and no and i'm not talking about uh, the company but um humanity in general <laughs> humanity in general is, is stupid so um so yeah i'm, They're I'm very bad at assessing their risks yeah yeah i'm i'm rather sensitive about you know places with lots of people like the supermarket um but we have we have started going back to the to the crossfit gym or box as the crossfitters say it's the box um it's the box yeah and right now that's fine because it's it's basically it's a large it's a uh, uh, i don't even know it's a it's an, an industrial building basically uh very high uh, ceilings um we have a good airflow through there and we actually keep more space between us um during training and it's fine i think um so i i feel i feel comfortable there But again, uh, when the weather gets worse and we, I mean, you don't want to be in that building if it's uh, 10 degrees Celsius uh, and you're sweating and, but for now, but for now, uh, it's the summer and we have sun and we can be outside and that's good. So, yeah. Yay. Awesome. I do want to talk to Nico again because uh, Nico, he already agreed to talk to me uh, one more time about the situation in Mexico awesome. City. Um, yeah. But I haven't bothered to ask him. I should do that next weekend. because. And the funny uh, thing is, yeah? I recorded an episode. I recorded no. an episode. Yes, I did. The problem was I wanted it to be my Mexico City friends group, yes. uh, Danny, Ethan, and Rodrigo. And... Danny happened to be awake at the agreed upon time. We used Studio Link, actually. Nice. We used Studio Link and it worked. It was amazing. I have the files. I can send you the files. Yes, please. Um, uh, it, I don't know how great of an episode it is, but. And the thing was, I really did want Ethan and, and um, Boney Rodrigo, who's in Mexico City right now. Mm-hmm. But I think the day that we were set to record, Rodrigo is just having a series of tragedies in his life right now. Like yesterday, his credit card was stolen and they have, they charge like 50,000 pesos, Whoa. which is, that's the, which is a not, it's, it's like, it's a not insignificant amount of money, especially for Mexico. Yeah. Um, and he's, he, he canceled his card and they have to do an investigation before they release the, like, let it it's it's ridiculous uh, but on the day we were recording something else happened like his work is constantly blowing up and they're making him go into the office in mexico city which is yeah. um ethan was asleep ethan just is ethan was just asleep and so i recorded with danny and you know i'll i'll just go ahead and send you the files yep. i have my local file i have her studio because studio link does it separate out the files yeah, i think so in the recording yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So great. I'll just send you the whole, I'll send you the whole set. Yeah. And maybe we can make it, maybe there will be an episode out of it. I don't know. Yeah. And then I'll have to record one with Ethan, but I'll send them to you. So I did record. I did manage to record. Nice. And I am going to bring my mom back. Very good. And I am, if I'm still here out in the desert, when the show is edited, I will do the show notes. All right. Because you have time. I leave tomorrow morning. No chance. I, I leave tomorrow morning. So no, no. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all. Uh, I'm not going to do it tonight. And tomorrow morning I have to work to do. Well, maybe well, I'm remember that. right now it's my morning. Yeah. I it's know. still morning. I here. know. And I'm on the West Coast. I know. So when I wake up tomorrow, it'll be mid-afternoon oh, for you. Oh, maybe I can do it. We'll see. Anyway, so I'm, we'll I, see. I do want to talk or to Or I'll me. do it from the train. I can do it from the train because I'm taking the train back. So yes, talk to Nico. <laughs> yeah, because he is um, flying to Germany on August 4th. <gasps> I don't even know That's right. how he will be able to enter, but he has a work visa. Uh, so... Um, so I guess it's going to be fine. Yeah, because he's going to start uh, working at the German schools. I don't know. Some, I don't know when they start in Bremen. Uh, probably sep sometime in August or September. And Angelica will, will come too. Hmm? Isn't it just the school in Germany? What do you mean? You said the German school. But if you're in Germany, isn't it just the school? Yeah. In Germany, it's got just the school, yes. But it could be, I mean, it could be a, a, a Colombian school or a Mexican school. True. But it wasn't, you said German school. Yeah. So, and Angelica, you, have you met Angelica? I don't think so. No. no but she designed, she designed our logo. Oh, and cool. I awesome. And I'm still very, very happy about that logo. Yes, and she she now works for an American company. They do marketing and PR, I think, and she works uh, as a graphic designer, visual designer. I have no, I don't know the details, but uh, most probably she is going to continue to work for this company who even has offices in Dublin. So that's going to be good. Um, at least that's the last thing I knew, and that is going to be very good for the two of them. How long have they been together? Oh, oh, oh. So I still have to put out that episode I recorded with Nico for three years ago. Um, so they've been together in Mexico for six years. And then they were together in Toronto for, let me say, three or four years. So they must have been together for 10 years. They met in Toronto. Okay. Yeah. And so then she started. Wait, so he taught at the German school. Yes, so she's from Mexico City. He's from uh, Colombia, and he studied in Regensburg too. And then he uh, he had actually had the basically the same job as Catherine, um, uh, teaching uh, mathematics and physics at the German school in Mexico City, but with a salary with the same salary. So he was hired basically as a German. Um, And he, oh wow he, yes okay because his german is so good he, he could and he was not in mexico had he been living in mexico uh, the school wouldn't have hired him as a uh, um yeah as an outside um person they would have paid the local prevailing wage yes or at least the 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 wage for 
so the German teachers who live in Mexico City, uh, they still get paid more because they speak German and can teach in German, which is an advantage uh, teaching at a German school. Uh, the Mexican uh, teachers at the German school still get paid more than at other schools, um, but not a lot more. But they have to teach in German, don't they? No, 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 no. There's, there's enough classes in Spanish. I mean, most, most students at the German school are Mexicans. 95. So at the German school in um, Eradura, uh, La Eradura, um, 95% of students are locals. It's different at But other yeah. schools. Like in Puebla, with all the engineers from Volkswagen, uh, they have, um, they basically have uh, classes where there are only Germans. I believe there's like 50% uh, of students are Germans. Uh, who came over because their parents work at Volkswagen or wherever. But it's different at so, the, the, the Colegio Alemán in La Iradua. What do they, what grades do they have there? Uh, all of it. There's, there's a kindergarten there, which is a good way to get into the school later. And then uh, all grades up to Abitur. So oh, all cool. 12 <clears throat> grades, I think they have 12 grades or 13. And, you and can, can you take your arbitrary exams at the school? Your what? Um, yes, yes. That is, okay. um, yes, and that is true for, I think, most German schools all over the world. Um, and and the, the, what the German uh, state does for these schools is, so the main thing it does is paying teachers. And most of these teachers that are paid by the German um, federal state is uh, our teachers that can actually um, do the exams for Abitur. Okay. The, the German federal government. Yes. Cool. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome sauce. And I just spilled water on my laptop, sparkling water. So if it blows up, that, and if I leave you suddenly, that's why. Okay. That's fine. Then I'll, I'll just stop the recording. It's okay. Mm -hmm. One of these days when somebody, when one of us interrupts, you're going to have to just go on for a long time as if I didn't actually disappear. <laughs> I think it just hit the speakers, unfortunately. So, or fortunately, so. Uh, uh, I saw that. So speaking of podcasting, I, I started listening to Joe Rogan a bit because some of the guests. Oh, no. Yeah, not, oh, no. not not every episode because he does so many episodes. But I, I uh, I'm just interested in very few guests of his. And uh, for example, as you as you know, I I am a fan of of Lance Armstrong, so I I uh, listened to that episode with Lance Armstrong. And during that recording, uh, so Lance had to go to the bathroom, and they didn't just edit that out. No, Joe Rogan just kept on talking and told the story or something. And that I found that weird because you're not going to hear that in German productions of, of um, podcasts. Is our, is our podcast technically a German production? No, this is, this is international. Okay. Yeah, this is a worldwide. What's the difference between? What's, I have no idea. And it is worldwide. Oh. How many continents have we... Recorded on three. Yeah. 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 And it's hosted in California. 
So not subject to the GDPR. Uh, but it's served to people in Europe. So yeah, yes, so it, it, is. it is. Yeah, te technically, yeah, I, I knew that. I actually yeah. gave a talk about the GDPR to the MICPA. So, <laughs> so yes, we have data subjects. There are da several ways to live in our GDPR data subjects. Um, in if you are a data subject of several ways to is our website GDPR compliant? I don't know. Uh -oh, we should probably check that. <laughs> uh, I I have no idea. Okay. Didn't I did not uh -oh. check, and it doesn't have none of my websites ever had one of these cookie banners. Yeah. Okay. Nobody nobody ever complained. So. Um, at least watch, my watch out the the regulator is going to be on you now. Yeah. At least I I think I removed everything that could be relevant uh, from my personal website. There's okay. no JavaScript. No. There's actually there's just HTML and CSS. So I should be fine. What, which tool set did you use for that? Uh, I'm, that? I've been using, for a few years, I've been using uh, Nicola. It's a static site generator written in Python. Um, and it works. Still works. I, I updated one page today. And I just uh, I uh, changed uh, the markdown I s s uh, committed to Git and push it to GitHub. And then everything just builds itself. I mean... Um, I so speaking of podcasts and data security, sometime because I'm still working on this. It's it's nearing the end. Maybe I can do it in the next uh, two weeks. But uh, sometime uh, in a future episode, I we have to talk. We can talk about a project I'm doing, which is half for work. I, I told you about this before, right? That I'm a professional podcaster now because I, I do produce yeah. the podcast yeah. for, for my uh, an internal company podcast. Now, we are, I think I can tell this. Uh, we, so our mother company, it's, it's the Deutsche Bahn, as we all know. And uh, so it's a big German company. And, and there's a... We, we did the whole thing about yeah. Gummibahners. Yeah. So th let's say there's a lot of rules and we comply to every little detail of German data security and data protection there is, which is quite interesting. Uh, but it makes this project uh, putting out a an internal company podcast that will include... Okay. That will include... Um, Sensitive internal information, uh, quite hard. Let's put it that way. And it's been it's been a struggle. I do have hope that I found a solution, but I still have to implement that solution, and I should do that very soon so I can finally finish that and give everyone who wants to listen to uh, me talking to my colleagues uh, the chance to do that on their phones, just like any other podcast. So remember when I told you that I had, uh, that now I had guard duty? Yeah. Well, I mean, guardians, it's, I think the wave of people who want to do a thing here is starting. Yeah. So I should probably let you go. Well, that's very good because I have to go to bed. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> Rest well. Um, we'll see. Maybe the show notes will happen from here or on the train because I have another two days on the train after this. 
And uh, let me, I'll try to, I'll send you Danny's files now. How about that? Yes. Very good. We'll see what, however, see what the you, like. however you do that. But do okay. it. All right. Awesome. All right. We'll do. I mean, if you have a suggestion, I'll, I'll, I've, I've got it. I'll send you the link. Yes. All right. Well, awesome. so say hello to the to your uh, guests that uh, arrive at the gate. Just say hello mm -hmm. to from for Lorian. You know. Okay. Well, they, I, I turned. I just they turned around, but oh, when there's okay. one, there's going to be more coming. Yeah. So that's why I don't want to keep getting up and getting out. Also, uh, Raven says hi. Who's Raven? Uh, Raven is. Raven is growing the male sex organs in Kristen's uterus right now. Um, and I just thought we should give our listeners an update. And also, if I could ask, make one more ask to the listeners. Accuracy Third, the Burning Man podcast, on is on Twitter. You can find them. Mm -hmm. Just tell them. Just just tweet at them. Hey, Brace says what's Brace says. Hey, or what's up? Or use a German greeting or whatever. Write them in German. I just want to see how they'll react. All right. And also, did ever, anybody ever write to you about uh, taking part in the um, uh, listener episode? The Super, Super Friends episode. Super Friends episode. I think our Super Friends tend to binge our podcasts. Yes. So I think we just have to set up like, yes. you know what we, is the Congress happening or no? I'm guessing it's officially think, canceled. I don't, I don't. No, it's not officially canceled. The the latest information I have is it's not officially canceled until it has to be canceled. So it won't be canceled until September, I think. And but if it's happening, it's going to happen in Leipzig. That is my latest information. Okay. So that's pretty far away. That's six months away. When's the next big gathering between here and then? Or then? Uh, there's, there's not going to be a gathering. When's your birthday? Approximately. Uh, beginning of... Is your birthday in the first half of the year? No, no. Let's Se do September. a Florian... September. Okay. Pick a day in September. All right. And let's do Florian's birthday party gathering, Good. super fans party recording... We'll set. We'll send the invite out on on everything that we can set it out, and then it'll be like, "Hey, we're celebrating Florian's birthday because my birthday is happening at some point during this trip. It may have already happened. You don't know. And what I like to do for my birthday is I just like to be by myself, and so I'm going to be by myself. Good. On my birthday, we'll do that. Yep. All okay. Right. Awesome. So we got that planned. Yeah. Thank you, Florian. Great talking to you. Take Sleep care. Well, and you have a great day. Bye.